0: Cynthia, how's it going? Good, you? I'm great, thanks for coming on the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: We're talking about some interesting stuff today, but there's some stories behind it. So I know it takes an emotional toll for you to share what you're sharing, but I also know there's a greater good that's coming from it and that's your real goal. So tip of the hat to you, thanks for coming in.
1: Thank you. But
0: first things first, say your full name and what people should call you.
1: Cynthia Michaud and my friends call me Sin. I first came here six years ago on a yoga retreat, although I wasn't a yogi. I just needed a break. And um, after maybe four or five days, I was kind of wanting to explore a little bit more, maybe have a beer and a hamburger. So you (laughs) you left the yoga (laughs) retreat to come see what the rest of the world has. like, oh, you know, there's a little town. If you walk down the beach for like 20, 30 minutes, and and then I I arrived on, on Main Beach, and and he stumbled I was just up like, here? <laughs> what is this place? Yeah, and I saw these moms with, like, baby carriers on quads. And, and I had called my, my ex-husband, my husband at the time. And I was like, Roman, you need to see this place, you know. And um, I fell in love with it right away. And I started looking at land on that trip.
0: Wow. So yeah. it, ha- it happened fast.
1: Yeah. It, I felt at home um, that very first sunset. I was just so overwhelmed by the beauty and like the, the raw beaches.
0: What level mm-hmm. of hippie are you on, on, on the spectrum? Really full hippie or modest hippie or no hippie at all?
1: No hippie at all. You had to
0: have some, you went to Blue Spirit to start your trip, there's a little bit of hippie in there.
1: I think I was suffering a bit from postpartum. I had a really difficult daughter who did not sleep and uh, cried all the time, needed to get away. And so my mother-in-law had come And helped my husband watch the kids. Well shout out to her. I know she is an amazing woman. She
0: created this whole adventure in a way.
1: I know yeah and so I came here for a week and after four days then I discovered Guiones then I never went back to that retreat. I just I mean I went there to sleep and I just spent my days here surfing for the first time.
0: How's your surfing going?
1: um improving slowly
0: i know it's improving some because i see you dropping in on more waves
1: yes what's that all about building more confidence i guess um i don't know
0: you had enough wipeouts like you've fallen enough and didn't get hurt to where you're like all right i'll give it a go oh
1: yeah what's the worst um, injury
0: you've had so far surfing
1: surfing um i don't know nothing nothing so bad no Maybe fin fin cuts on my shins. I definitely have my nocera tattoos. I Surfing, yeah. All
0: right. So the reason I was a- asking about your hippie levelness is because on the podcast we hear about the vortex from well-healed, very intelligent, high-level degree-type people, and they talk yeah. about how you feel something here and it catches you. Oh, definitely. You. So you're.
1: I you're, do feel that. You're yeah. a proponent. I'm spiritual. I'm not a hippie though.
0: I'm linking all that together for short podcast sake. So you're spiritual, sorry. So you got some heavy in you, that makes sense.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It worked out because it brought you here and you've been here for a while and you're up to stuff. So let's move into that. What are you doing with your time these days and what's your focus? Tell us about your upcoming project and Um, just everything, please.
1: A year and a half ago, my son passed away in Punta Arenas. Um, There was, I think, some medical negligence involved and um, he was hospitalized for three days with Dengue. Uh, but his white blood cells were high, so they suspected he had a bacterial infection, and uh, they didn't really, I think they dismissed all his symptoms to dengue, and they didn't give him the proper care. And uh, I was on the phone a lot with Dr. Alejandro during that period, and he was trying to transfer me over to the Children's Hospital in San Jose, but once you enter the public system, it's really hard to get out. And so it was just, you know, um, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, Just off the charts, there's there's no words to describe that. Now from that, you and Dr. Alejandro are still close. He just came in to record the other day, and he told me about some of the stuff that you're doing.
1: Absolutely, because of the immense support that I received from Dr. Ali, I started talking to Dr. Alejandro, and I really wanted to know where this community can benefit from and the challenges that we face. And I learned that K's section, where I live, is actually part of Esperanza. And Esperanza, one-third of the families live below the poverty line. And he was telling me about this subsidized program that they have with probably 400 families, I think, are involved in the program. I'm sure he told you more about it. but. I was like, okay, so what more can we do, you know? And he had been working on this program for a while. And then
0: what are some of the needs, just to clarify for people, that-
1: There's a lot the of issues, points? I mean, there's a lot of issues with domestic violence, incest, abuse, alcoholism, STDs, teenage pregnancies. Um,
0: it's a long list, it's a, this is it's unfortunately. It's a long list,
1: you know? And I think these are very important issues to deal with a lot of the immigrants here, we tend to like live in this little bubble of nocera, but it's not, you know, it's not all stars all the time. It's just like, I feel like people don't see the other side of things and-
0: I call it behind the trees because people come here and they see this (laughs) level of trees. They stay by their hotel or their rental home. Well,
1: that's the thing. Or if
0: they live here for a while, they just kind of think this is the community. It's actually not.
1: It's not. It's back there. It's, yeah. And over there and over there. And we come and live on this land and eat from this land and, you know, how how are we giving back? Every time I'm here and I'm in the lineup and I'm sharing the waves with locals and I feel really blessed to be here. It's such a beautiful place um, and the people are also wonderful. Um,
0: So all this added up into you taking this catastrophic event and propelling it almost like an arrow being pulled back to shoot forward the other way into positivity. So you covered, there was a program and Dr. Alejandro told you about the many, many problems, especially centering and starting in Esperanza. Yeah. What are you doing to help?
1: So the James Initiative is basically hosted on my son's birthday. I really wanted to honor him and last year was his 10th birthday.
0: So on his birthday, which is awesome, by the way. Yes. The name Awesome, by the way. Yes. His memory is alive and amazing stuff is coming out of this. But you're doing events. Tell us what the style of event is and what you do. So it's
1: an art and art and food. It, the idea was really to get the whole community together and really just give a little and or give what you can, you know And however much you want to give.
0: So does somebody have to do something at the event to participate or can they make donations Are or... You
1: can make donations. You can buy tickets. You can participate in the online bidding. We have
0: Tell us about all that stuff for somebody yeah. listening again This is the first time they're here many people are even hearing about what the James Initiative is.
1: So the event's gonna be at Yaxa, and we have all these amazing restaurants who are participating and donating their time and food. Nice, and where's Yaxa event. at
0: for somebody who doesn't know where it's at?
1: It's uh, off North Guiones, I guess close to La Negra.
0: It's yep, so over in the G-section, on the southern end of the G-section, down the road from El Local. Hotel Guy There amazing. you go.
1: Basically, we're going to have different food stations with different vendors, and I have a ton of local artists and international artists who are currently living in Costa Rica. They donate their work, and then people bid on the work.
0: Shout out to the artists in uh, all the restaurants.
1: It was really humbling. Last year when it was just came from an idea and I had nothing in paper and all these people believed in the idea and wanted to participate, it was really beautiful to see the community come together.
0: Does that sort of help you in your healing and transition into...
1: Absolutely, for sure. The grieving is very isolating in a certain sense. I feel as though not many people can relate. It's not, you know, something that happens to everyone.
0: Yeah, so many of our very problems, uncommon. we can talk to other people and they're relatable. Mm. Yes. But, and and obviously that's not.
1: Yeah. And so you're also
0: not at home. I mean, you're at home now, it's your home now, but yeah. this hasn't been your home forever. You're an expat who moved here.
1: Yes.
0: And I wonder how living in Osara, is it helpful in dealing with stuff or is it not?
1: No, I think it has been very helpful and helpful. Um, to see everyone coming together and, or being there, you know, for the funeral or being there at the event and just seeing everyone having a good time and, and believing in the idea and believing in Dr. Ali's project and, and this fundraiser. It so basically, was uh, definitely brought some light. If
0: I'm hearing you right, you're appreciative of being here. So being in Osar was a good thing to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Then not only did you transition from this thing into to, to where you're going, you have an upcoming event, and so that's just gonna continue, and I'm Absolutely. guessing- Is this something that's gonna be annual and you're gonna keep going yes. with it? Yes.
1: I might wanna do some more fundraisers also. I was thinking of doing an inflatable surf comp, you know, and donating to the Bomberos or something, but I, I still have to figure out the whole logistics on how we're gonna do it.
0: Gotcha, so your motivation is getting into this place and making it better- Absolutely. And that's how you're feeling better about your life's experiences and everything.
1: Absolutely. I think it's And important your son's to very much that.
0: alive through the name, the people, the whole thing. Yes. And this isn't gonna stop.
1: No. God. No. <laughs> and it's just really beautiful to see how this year I even have more sponsors and more artists wanting to participate and I don't know where it's gonna go, I don't know how big it's gonna get, but I don't know. It just What'd you brings expect a lot last of like light. Year? I I don't know what I was expecting last year. I think I used a lot of my like pity party to get people involved, and and you know, and it worked. And we're doing great things. I was, you know, I used that mother's guilt, you know? <laughs> and it's okay to use it because it's it was yeah. for a good cause. It's right. not like I was using it for my own benefit. I mean, in some sense, I was because it helped my healing, but it helped a lot of other people too That's right. and so if i can use a, a tragedy like my son's passing and transform it into something positive then we're doing the right thing and even if i have to give a little guilt trip <laughs> like, do it why not? by all means yeah and all right so this year's
0: it's upcoming are you nervous are you excited or where are you at uh,
1: at first i was nervous i felt as though i couldn't quite I, you know, maybe like beginner's luck, it went so well last year that I was maybe a little worried that it wouldn't come through as well this year as smoothly, but I have more sponsors this year, more restaurants, more artists. It's um, it's really exciting. I think it's gonna be bigger. I think so, and I think it's just gonna keep growing. I, I don't know. You know, I know there's, like, the water projects and, and um... There's
0: no shortage of projects going on. Yeah, in.
1: exactly, so... But this
0: one's going into...
1: Into the community center that's almost built. It's almost done from the funds that we raised last year. We raised $35,000. And uh, Terry donated land. Shout out to three.
0: and everyone who donated. Uh,
1: and everyone who donated, it's just really beautiful and to see the structure and that this will be a safe space for people to go and seek help. They need it. And that I think the most beautiful part of the whole thing is that everyone really came together and made it happen. You know, even if you donated $50, $20 or, you know, thousands of dollars. I. Like, it's so it's okay, it's
0: okay to donate at any point in time, anywhere. Any point
1: in time, you can always donate on the website. Then there's the online auction that has all these surf schools, activities, uh, artists, pottery. That's all on the website. You see all our sponsors. We have maybe 60, 70 sponsors.
0: <laughs> Sounds like I it's going how pretty it happened. well.
1: I really hustled, I don't know i was committed i was committed
0: well thank you for what you're doing thanks for going over thanks for having the courage to come in and share your story people hearing this can now know the whole thing instead of just hearing something said from someone from someone which is good too when people are spreading news yeah
1: they can go on the website all the information is on there the doctors are on there who will be working on the program the psychologists and therapists social workers
0: What's happening at this event? Where is it at?
1: Uh, Yaksa on February 25th. You can come. Tickets are $130, food, live music, drink tickets. If you can't make that, you can bid online on the online auctions. There's the platform through the website. There's going to be through Bidding for Good on our website. You can do live auction. That'd be
0: kind of fun. It'd be That's like something. a gambling thing for, for yeah, people. yeah. No, it's life.
1: super fun. Um, and then we'll do live auction as well uh, in person at the event. We'll there's going to be art. And That's
0: great. What is uh, what is the ticket? What do the tickets include for the, the tickets? Bucks?
1: Includes food, two drink tickets, a bracelet, live music, and the event. The event and you know, participating into something great. All right. Yeah.
0: Awesome. People out to invite people, spread the word or Absolutely. Limited capacity.
1: Limited capacity. Gotcha.
0: So buy tickets mm, early?
1: Yeah, it sold out last year and I had so many phone calls of people trying to get in. I was like, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> this year's gonna be good. <laughs> but for a those VIP people list. they can hop online and still they participate. can hop
1: online and if they don't wanna do the online auction they can also donate directly if they don't live here, it's people from different parts of the world that wanna contribute to the cause and have traveled here and love it here. They can click on the donate button.
0: Right on. Well, all right, that's enough on the James Initiative. We covered it. Good job. Thank you for coming in (coughs) to explain that. Now I'm gonna ask you some Nosara level stuff. Okay. All right. What's your biggest likes about this place?
1: For me, it's surfing. That's my therapy right there. Yeah. Why is that? Something about being with the ocean, you just gotta lose control and it's very humbling the ocean. is yeah. the truth? Right? And I like that adrenaline.
0: Ah, gotcha. So when it's like
1: a big wave and I'm like, do I go? Do I not go? And a little
0: bit of the fear and anticipation. Yes.
1: And then when you like nail that drop and it's a big drop, it's just really rewarding. It's hard to describe, yeah. right? I don't know. I can't I can't explain it. What do your friends and family
0: it. members think about it who don't surf or understand your weird and wacky life at this point and things like.
1: No, I think everyone really understands why I moved here. Even when they come here, they're in awe with this place. It's beautiful. I like that I'm raising my daughter in a more organic environment versus the Northeast city life.
0: Gotcha, so the yeah. ocean sounds to be like, that's your main, Absolutely. that's your main pool for you and your ocean family. Is healing. So you <laughs> likes: surfing, nature, environment, raising your family here yes. and the community aspect. Those seem to be your positives, makes yes. sense. Now take me through your negatives. Give me two or three of your biggest dislikes about this place.
1: Everything is so slow. My bank accounts, uh, anything. I wrecked my car.
0: I was gonna say, I knew a mechanic store was coming.
1: (laughs) I wrecked my car. Uh, I thought it was gonna be a total loss. It was this crazy car accident I got into. It took six months, even more. I haven't gotten an insurance check and they haven't even started repairs on it.
0: <laughs> I believe and I'm you. like, So
1: why, why do I have insurance again? Uh, yeah, everything is just really slow, but okay. you know it's also teaching me to be more patient because
0: yeah, there's a lot of opportunities to practice patience around here.
1: Yes, absolutely. All right, so it's slow. So that's definitely an issue. I don't want to say the roads because I moved here knowing the condition of the roads. So you know, a lot of tourism since I first started coming here, and I'm a culprit as well, you Big know? Time. I immigrated here, so I can't really say anything, but I think I, I feel the locals who may feel invaded to a certain extent by all the gringos.
0: That makes sense. Yeah,
1: and it's definitely, a, I, I do see a, a different vibe of people coming through
0: and how so what what are the new people coming in?
1: I think they're definitely coming from a more like bougie type background, which is cool because it brings different flavors to know Sarah, but I really enjoy that rawness of it.
0: I don't think you're alone on that. Those are pretty good. All right. Any other big dislikes?
1: Uh, No, not really.
0: All right. So moving on. What are your three favorite restaurants here? And what do you like to get there?
1: Uh, I mean, I love La Raza. Okay. That's always the go-to spot. What do you dig there? The skirt steak, okay. mashed potatoes, salad, and the flan. That flan cake, I think his mom or something does it. Max's mom, one of the, I don't know who does it, but I want that recipe. Yeah.
0: All right, so that's one. Bear.
1: I love Olivia's. I mean, obviously all the restaurants that are in the James Initiative at the fundraiser are my go-to spots. So it's pretty awesome. I get to have everything all in one spot.
0: Yeah, so Olivia's yeah. was uh, the, the second one? So I love the pizza
1: there. It's like flatbread, it's tasty. Coyol is beautiful up the mountain, but that's you know a whole excursion. I feel like I, I need to like prepare my mind for that that trek. La Luna for breakfast. I think they have the best bacon in town clearly I like meat
0: that's the secret breakfast spot yes lunch or dinner it's always crowded, is packed yeah Takes a long time yes breakfast you can go in there and
1: anytime no problem and I don't want to do the sunset thing there I rather do breakfast brunch people
0: mm-hmm. are starting to look fancy there at nighttime
1: I know. I'm gonna have to step my game up
0: <laughs> or step it down
1: May, make it more of an effort or not you know yeah you're right
0: all right, surfboards. Tell us what surfboards you like to ride. What style?
1: Uh, I just bought this new surfboard from Catherine Terrell. It's, it's a Dead coax, and I'm really loving it. It took me a bit of a, an adjustment period. But...
0: Catherine's a go-getter, so you're, you're she's like... She's
1: awesome. I want to rip like her. I, I still got to practice a lot. But I do, I do love that board. It's definitely faster. It's easier to turn, and... I'm like working on my cutbacks which is, I was just about to say what, like, what are you maybe? working
0: on the most with your surfing is it front my side cutbacks? backside
1: uh, no I you know I only wanted to do uh, front side before but now I'm really loving backside it's so easy to do a cutback I was like huh I why didn't I do this earlier yeah
0: it's probably facing the drop and that that other direction it's and like the
1: pig togging you know on the backside. I think it, it was that drop that was harder for me
0: yeah hey the first day of the waves of the last well you had a pretty good backside i was right there you're pulling on one and up closing out but you went i saw you like riding in the middle it's a big wave it was overhead
1: yeah yeah no i i'll go for it i might get like slammed and you might laugh but it's all Sounds good like a good time uh, yeah exactly <laughs> as long as i get some waves and it only takes one
0: Alright, what would you like for the people who are coming in town to know? Because you've lived here three and a half years now. That's you're not brand new. You have a, a, you have a little bit of tread on the tires or whatever phrase I can't think of to say that's appropriate. Right. So you've been here long enough just to feel a little bit of uh, the turbulence are here or the, the, the challenges of here. Mm-hmm. What would you like for the people coming in to know?
1: Patience. I feel like a lot of people come here really driven and wanting to like take over and just, and not necessarily in a negative way, but they're just very motivated when they first come here. But this place will beat you down. <laughs> if you have a plan, forget it. Eric told me- It's not gonna me.
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna go the way uh well, Maybe that's part of the beauty of it.
1: Absolutely, you gotta like, just let go. You have no control. And even if you think you have control, you don't have control. Yeah. So.
0: The guy who brought me down here, he told me once, he said, "Risk the harder you push on Nosara, the harder it pushes back.
1: Absolutely. You That's just got to go with it. Yeah, for sure. You got to go to the bank, bring a blanket. It's really cold. <laughs> You're going to be there for hours.
0: I say bring a book. Bring, um, uh, yeah.
1: I bring my AirPods. I have like at least a sweater or something. My all right. Phone, computer. So
0: next question. What would you like for the locals to know? Like as an expat who's relocated here, what would you like for the locals to know?
1: I mean about, if it were about me, like sorry if I dropped in, (laughs) it was not on purpose. (laughs) Sorry.
0: That's a really good
1: Uh, one. You know, and I'm just like, um, as a local, I feel like people are taking over. It's sad. It pisses me off. And I consider myself a local now, and I feel like I earn my keeps. My son is, like, right here in that cemetery. And so when I see it all come through, I feel just like them. And so I don't know what to say, because I'm on the same boat as them. I do feel like people are entitled to feel the way they are, and they have the right to sometimes be angry at the way the rhythm of things are going. And so I can't just be like, hey, sorry, you know, I'm part of the problem, and... It's just I, I feel them, so I can't, I can't give them any words of inspiration, just that you know, I myself know that I do what I can to like improve things. and that doesn't necessarily mean like change the way they do things because I like it. but just to, to bridge that gap between the two communities, but I can't speak for other people who come here and what their intentions are. So I don't have any words.
0: Thank you for what you're doing with the James Initiative. Thank you for sharing your story. Uh, thank you for giving back and using this situation to turn it into a, a world of good for a lot of other people. And I wish you the absolute best in pulling it off.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: You're very welcome. And Thanks for coming on. Thank
1: you for doing this. It's my pleasure. Spreading the word.
0: Let's see how it goes. Yeah.
1: All right.